Okay, to be honest, I didn't know that much about coffee coming in, and I was just not tossed in, but uh, all of this information was given to me right at the get-go, and I didn't really know what to do with it, but it made me want to learn more and more about it. So instead of just knowing what to order when I went to a coffee shop, I, it actually became a hobby. Welcome to Creating Community with Dorian and Jake, a podcast designed to bring area leaders, business owners, and other interesting people together to better our community. I'm your co-host, Jake Starkey. And I'm your other co-host, Dorian Strickland. We're the owners of 1820 Marketing and 1820 Coffee House in the heart of Alvin, Texas. Our goal with this podcast is to showcase the amazing people, businesses, and organizations we have in and around Brazoria County. So, if you know someone who should be highlighted, email us at info at 1820marketing.com. Today, we are back at the Alvin Manville Area Chamber of Commerce in downtown Alvin. 1820 Coffee House, which you may have heard of, is one of today's sponsors, as well as Emergence Functional Nutrition. You can learn about, about both of them more later on in the show. Our listenership is increasing, and if you are a first-time listener, we would love for you to subscribe using your favorite podcast app. Creating Community with Dorian and Jake is available wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen directly at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. In this episode, we're switching things up a little bit. We know many of our listeners have visited us at the 1820 Coffee House right here in Alvin. Today, we're interviewing our management team of Brittany Hill and Jane Vincent. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you seem almost excited to be here. So excited. Very, very excited. That was sarcasm if you don't know her. <laughs> to talk to the same guys I talk to every single day. <laughs> oh, <that's true. laughs> yeah. At least she didn't say the old guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you for let, that. Let's start out. Let's tell people a little bit about yourselves. Don't both go. Yeah, no, slow down. <laughs> slow down. Don't talk, over, don't talk over each other. Just one of you. Brittany, you're older. Go ahead. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm Brittany Hill. I am 21 years old, and I've lived in Alvin my whole entire life. Um, I have two cats, and I love to do pottery and make coffee. Okay, we're going to get to the pottery thing in a minute because that's new to me. I didn't know that. But, Jane, you're not a uh, public school person. No, no, I am not. My mom actually decided to pull me out of – I never really went to public school because kindergarten doesn't count. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been homeschooled or was homeschooled from first grade. So from the beginning. From the beginning, yeah. First grade through my senior year of high school. So yeah. Wow. But that being said, you – now have your associate's degree from yes. ACC, so. Yes, and then I plan on transferring over to Barry College in Georgia for my four-year degree in either English or business. I haven't really decided yet. Well, you know, I, what I will say about when I first met you is that I know several homeschoolers. My wife, my daughter, both homeschooled as well, as you know. My wife, not now. Daughter, not now, but they were. Mm -hmm. But what I will say is that as a homeschooler, you know an awful lot of people in the community. Because that is not typical of a homeschooler. Because I think of a homeschooler as somebody that is kind of pulled away. I don't want to say pulled away from society, but pulled away from all the friends that they typically hang out with. Like, I, went to, I went to school to hang out with friends, not to go to school. Mm -hmm. So how is it that you know so many people? Well, my family has been such a part of the community. And my grandfather was on the school board for a while. I don't remember exactly what title he had, but he's... He was on the school board. My grandmother worked um, in Alvin ISD. And then my gr parents just know so many people. My dad grew up in Alvin. 
We've been to church. We grew up, I grew up at South Park Baptist Church. And because of that, so many people know my name. So if they don't, <laughs> they don't know me by Jay and Alice's daughter, then they know me by Pete Vincent's granddaughter. Oh, there you so go. That's true. That's one. Those are two titles that I have actually. So yeah, let's just get to the pottery. Yes. Brittany. So you, <laughs> she mentioned that by the way, in passing one in day, passing, like, right. by the way, you know, I like pottery and I was doing something. I said, hold up. What yeah, do you, what I, do you mean I, you like to do pottery? Right, I just learned recently. She said, I'm kind of into pottery now. <laughs> yeah. And and we talked about it. So as of the date of this recording, we had Don Williams' podcast released. And so he has Don's pottery. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's kind of weird that we're talking about this on the day that his podcast came out. Oh, that's so cool. So t- that is really so, neat. So what got you into it, and what is it you like about it? Um, so I just really, really like the, the craft of it and the creation and the outcome. Um, I always wanted to just, like, create little vases and little cups and just, like, little knickknacks I could put my hair ties in. And then... Yeah, it's super fun. So just no ashtrays. No ashtrays, okay. no. <laughs> I mean, that's what you always hear when people make pottery. The first thing I made is an ashtray. No, the first thing I made was just um, like a tiny little one ounce cup just to see if I could do it. And I'm surprisingly good at it. Are you really? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let us be the judge. Not cocky at all. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, she did show me a picture of her little heart-shaped espresso. Yes, mug. yes, yes. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking when you said it's small. I was thinking mm-hmm. espresso. Yeah, so. Because when I think of you, I think of coffee. In all honesty, yes, that's. exactly, yeah. yeah. So um, I'm just making like tiny little like four ounce little espresso shot glasses or like tiny little mugs. I've made a few tea mugs and a few things like that. And then um, hopefully... In the spring of next year, I'm planning on taking a class at ACC for like their actual pottery class. Right. Fingers crossed. That would be awesome. That would be good. Ben's up. Yeah. Right. I, know, Ben's up. I know Belle will listen to this because Jane. Because you were her teacher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was your teacher. Yeah. My aunt Belle. Thank you very aunt much. Oh, well, let's get it straight. Yeah. But now it may not be blood theater. related, but she's my family. Mm-hmm. That's right. What is it like working at the coffee shop? We're going to dive in a little bit more to deeper later, but. Kind of tell us what y'all's take is. We don't want to hear how wonderful it is to work for us. We want to hear the real stuff. Okay. To be honest, I didn't know that much about coffee coming in. And I was just not tossed in, but uh, all of this information was given to me right at the get-go. And I didn't really know what to do with it. But it made me want to learn more and more about it. So instead of just knowing what to order when I went to a coffee shop, I, it actually became a hobby. So I it really love to learn about the tasting notes of coffee or what, now I own so many different gadgets. It's ridiculous of French press, uh, Chemex, all that good jazz, that good jazz. And I was going to ask that because everybody I know that's a barista, and I don't know a lot of them, but I know all of them at 1820, mm-hmm. most of them at some point end up with a espresso machine at home or a milk frother or oh, something yes. of that nature, right? Yes. I so, so what makes you do that? Because there's a lot of jobs that in the veterinary world, people, okay, well, they adopted pets. They didn't typically buy all the stuff that goes with it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So why, what is it about coffee that makes you invest so much time and energy into not only doing it at work, but doing it at home? It's addicting. <laughs> no no it it's it's something that you can learn more about constantly you never reach a 
point where you don't know all of about it, I don't think. But, uh, or I haven't yet. So there's always more so to learn. So there's always more yeah. to learn. And there's always something to do differently with it. Because if you make the water, this sounds so nerdy, but if you make the water too hot, you know, if you boil it and it passed boiling temp, then it's going to create a different, um, from my, what I know, it's going to make the coffee taste different. Yeah. All right, well, let's get a uh, word from the expert. Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brittany, yeah. take over. Tell me, don't I'm surprised you, you're the you, expert. You were, you were the first one. Okay, first of all, we should say that 1820, we purchased from Henry Dillman. It was Rocket Boom. You were the only holdover left from Rocket Boom. So you've mm-hmm. been there since the beginning with us. You are the first one I know that had an espresso machine at home, a frother, all those kind of things, to the point that when we had a problem with ours, you're like, I'll go home and get mine. What? <laughs> you're going to go bring yours up here, so we can use, which is fantastic, by the way. So what what got you into it? Like, why do you like it so much? Um, I just really love the taste of coffee. I love to just put different flavors and different types of milks and just try it, honestly. But <laughs> I, you're, no, I can see that because <laughs> if you think about it, I only ever had whole milk before. Yeah, yeah. and I just used mm. heavy cream or whatever. Yeah. You never tried it with a different milk, and then and it adds a different flavor and getting used to it. And I think, well, I, I'll be honest. For me, it was some kind of cream and sugar, mm-hmm. right? That is not the case anymore. Like no. I mm-hmm. don't ever put sugar in it anymore. And there are a number of things that you can use besides cream, and we often drink it without anything else, just because. Like, I think personally that what we have at 1820 is fantastic, mm-hmm. Very right? True. If I felt we could do better, I think we would do better. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And it it's interesting to me, too, to see the number of people that come in and they seem surprised that they like the coffee, as if we would have a coffee shop that wouldn't <laughs> have good coffee. Um, but it's a fascinating thing, because I did. I'm the same way. I used to drink coffee with tons of cream, tons of sugar. And then I'll actually give a shout out to Cody who worked at Rocket Boom. We did a tasting with him yeah. and it was the first time I'd ever had coffee with nothing because he was explaining the flavor notes and everything. Mm-hmm. And that was a couple of years ago, but that was the first time that it, I ever thought, oh, hey, that, that tastes good. I don't need the extra sugars and the creams and everything. And then just between working with Amy, cutting out all the sugars to yes. not need it. For sure. You get used to the taste and then you really notice a difference when you go somewhere. I just spent five days in DC drinking coffee. And the first thing the- you said when you got back is, Oh, now to get good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it, and it's true. Yeah. Well, that was right after you said, I missed you so much, Dorian. Not really. <laughs> I was like, Oh, Jane, sure. Brittany, you're here. That's great. Oh, Hey, Dorian, you're here. <laughs> yeah. He's always there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like it, right? You are. Yeah. Y'all both are. Yeah. But that's true. But you know, what we've talked about is that we are there but we are always working on other stuff. Mm-hmm. The coffee house doesn't run because of us. It literally runs because of the two of you and the baristas we have. Yeah. So how do you go about making sure that you have somebody that fits the mold of what we're looking for at 1820? Because I know you guys are the ones that have hired the last several people. Mm-hmm. I know we've gone through training. We've talked about stuff. We've tried to be mentors and those kind of things. But But how do you go about picking the right people because you just hired two new people mm-hmm. literally today <laughs> yes yes like share what has worked for you so um 
Probably just like based on like their attitude and their persona and how they um, display and carry themselves in the interview. We're like, they'll be very fitting. And then um, we fit the values of the coffee shop. Yes, exactly. You know, we have certain values at the coffee shop that we've talked about before. But yeah. Well, I think you know, <laughs> we, we talk about culture. We talk about fitting in. I think one of the things I've heard uh, y'all say, and I know that we've repeated is that we hire more for personality and we can teach the barista skills. We can teach the technical side of it. And by we, I mean, y'all the are the ones you. that are. Exactly. I mean, but y'all yeah, are I, I like to me, y'all are looking for someone that is going to come in and gel with the team. Yes. It's not going to be an outlier. And no. then you bring the skills to them along the way. And I think that that's something that a lot of, a lot of people in huge businesses get wrong. It's like, Oh, that person's very technical, man. They know how to, make uh, the lattes and everything, but they're a jerk, but it's okay. Let's get them into IT. Mm. Yeah. It's okay because they make good drinks. And I think for us, it's the opposite. I'm assuming at some point, if they just didn't know how to make drinks, they wouldn't be here. But to me, y'all look for the people and the personality. Right. You exactly. can't teach us. Oh, excuse me. No, you can teach a skill, but you can't retrain a person's personality. And so if you're going to join our team, we, we look at who you are as a person how your first impressions go or how a person's first impression is um, and just their characteristics. If they're bubbly, you know, are you going to interact well with the customers that we have? Because we have so many regular customers and customer service is one of our top priorities, right? We want to get along with them. We want to serve them because 1820 is all about serving, serving others, serving our community. And that's, that's what the scripture is based off of, right? Or where two or three or more are gathered there, I am with them also. And if we are gathered in community, like Christ's presence is going to be there. Right. And so I think that um, if you're going to be a barista and you're going to work on our team, your personality needs to to blend well with everybody else's. Yeah. yeah. And the question I have for Brittany is, <laughs> don't be nervous. The funny thing to me is even after we kind of opened up and everything and people started coming in regularly, the the note we always got was, Brittany is so nice. She's so <laughs> and like, it, you just don't know her. <laughs> to be fair, I've never seen you really in a bad mood. No. And you don't get flustered too much. You don't get angry. Unless there's a microphone in front of you. <laughs> but, but my question is kind of along the customer service thing is how do you, you're bound to have had bad days in the past two years we worked together. And you're there before six o'clock. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're in the morning shift, you're there early, mm-hmm. but how do you maintain a good interaction with a customer, sir, customer, even though you haven't necessarily had the best day or you. Um, I just like to re- like remain just like optimistic all the time, honestly. Um, just because I go to a lot of different coffee shops in the area, in the Houston area. And so I'm like, this is how I would like to be greeted. And this is how I would like to be welcomed in this new environment. Mm. And so that's kind of what I want to do with all the customers. And yeah. You know, definitely succeed in doing that. And, it, and it's <laughs> funny you mentioned going to other coffee shops in the area. I know Jake and I have, on occasion, we've taken trips where we just go to other mm-hmm. coffee shops. And it's, some people are often surprised that we frequent someplace else. But really, we are interested in coffee. We're interested in what people are doing. And not that we're out to steal ideas, but we are out to look and see if somebody's doing something better than us mm-hmm. so that we can fix it. So, what draws you guys to other shops and other coffee places? Uh, I just, I love to um, sample a vanilla iced latte with oat milk <laughs> everywhere right. I go. So I'll do a quick Google search and I'm like, 
coffee shops in Paraland, and I'll go and I'll see if it's, you know, comparable or better, worse. And I just like to taste like the espresso. That's the main coffee that I like is the espresso. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it pairs truly the best with vanilla and oat milk. Okay. (laughs) You bring up that. So we do every month. We change it, I think, for the most part. But everybody that works there has their staff favorites. Now, Mm -hmm. some people want to change it every week. I'm thinking of you, Morgan. She constantly comes to me and goes, hey, can you change it? It changed. Your favorite can't change that much, but for her it does. But how do you come up with it? I know, but that's the thing. There is a lot of flavors. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I love is that idea of if you don't know what you like, it's almost like a, I don't want to say a game, but we'll have a customer call. I'm not really sure. And then a lot of our staff is amazing. Okay. Do you like sweet or bitter? Okay, sweet. Okay, sweet. Do you like vanilla or do you like strawberry? Vanilla. Okay, you know. And for and those that can't see, Jake is talking this through with his hands. I am. <laughs> He's <laughs> narrowing it down a, for us. I made a funnel <laughs> and I'm making it smaller. But the idea that I think in the dozens, if not hundreds, of times I've seen customers do that, may maybe once I've heard them say, "Nah, that didn't hit the mark." You know, because I can get if you like the bitter taste of like just an espresso and Americano or something, you wouldn't necessarily want a caramel vanilla frap, but y'all do a really good job. And the whole staff does of being able to work with people to get them what they like without knowing what they like. Where does that come from? Like, how do y'all kind of do that? How do y'all do that magic that y'all do? Yeah. That is the one thing that people say to us the most is like, if I don't know what I want, I just tell them what I'm looking for and they're able to make me something and I'm genuinely happy with it. It's an instinct. It's a barista's intuition. (laughs) (laughs) Now you say that, but there are plenty of coffee shops where that's not true. I'm, I'm not going to say it's Starbucks, but I'll say that I've been there before. I'm not sure. And then they'll just stare at you dumbfounded until you say what you want. Why don't you know? Yeah, that is true. You know, like I'd like to try something different. What what do you recommend? And they go, Oh, I don't know. At least one y'all at least attempt to Mm -hmm. find something that they would like generally y'all hit the nail on the head. They might not remember the next time. No, but there also has to be a comfort level on your side to say, Hey, I know he's walking in. He said he kind of likes sweet stuff. So I think caramel or white chocolate is going to be a good choice for him. But I really think you're going to like it if I add a little bit of lavender. Right. And genuinely speaking, people go, I've never had lavender before. And I don't know what you did, but man, this is good. Mm -hmm. So there has to be a level of confidence on your part that you really know what you're talking about. I think the love, the confidence comes from knowing that we have really good coffee and our product is good mm-hmm. because if okay. we didn't have confidence in that, then we wouldn't be telling others about it on top of the fact that if you, if you know what you like as a barista, so I know that I've almost tried every single flavor except for ice cream. Cause I, I will not, it smells like Coca-Cola and people? licorice combined. <laughs> I just, I'm not a fan. And so if you, if you know what you like and you've tried all the flavors, like most of our baristas have, <laughs> then you're able to eliminate and, and kind of share with the customer. I mean, it's a hit or miss, right? Every right. single time. But for the most part, they do like it. Like y'all have said before. Yeah. It's kind of just knowing the product and knowing how to pair the product with each other. Yes. As well as our coffee because our oh, yeah. espresso pairs really well with our syrups not to get too nerdy about it but when you said <laughs> it, but again there's a lot of places that don't do that 
and mm-hmm. even smaller coffee shops. Like I'm not, again, I don't want to just pick on Starbucks, but there are places that you go that are mom and pop. Like we are for lack of a better term. And it's like, well, I don't know. So I think, I think we've given y'all freedom to try stuff, right? Like try all the different drinks. Cause that way you can then turn around. And I don't know if maybe that doesn't translate. I think maybe other places see that as lost revenue. If y'all are drinking vanilla caramel to try it out. But to mm-hmm. me, yeah, we've done that from the beginning, though. Yeah, yes. to me, that y'all can offer influence to customers. All right. Well, we'll be back in a minute to continue the conversation with Jane and Brittany, and we'll talk specifically about what has caused them to stay so long at 1820. But first, a break from our sponsor. Hi, this is Amy Shelton with Emergence Functional Nutrition. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Are you looking for a sustainable diet and lifestyle changes to get you to the place where you want to be? I invite you to book a free discovery session. Go to www.efn.fit. Hi, this is Carrie Perrin, President and CEO of the Alva Manville Area Chamber of Commerce. Here at the Chamber, we want to support local businesses. We want to give you visibility in the community. We want to give you opportunity in the community. And for those of you that aren't business owners, we want to let you know about all our wonderful chamber members. And if you support them, you support our community. So remember, whether you're a business or a community member, when you eat, shop, play, and support local business, you support the community. And we're back with Brittany and Jane from 1820 Coffee House. They're the managers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're the managers. And, uh, so you probably recognize them. You probably recognize their voice, um, from being at the coffee shop all the time. But like Dorian mentioned before, one of the things we're curious about is in, in today's world where oh, jobs are disposable, people don't show up, they get hired and don't show up for jobs. They do all this stuff. We've been blessed overall to have longevity with a brand new a business. A lot of our staff. And again, we mentioned Brittany, coming from Rockaboom, but Jane, you were hired on probably a week two, or two, two after. Weeks, right? Two yes, weeks after two. we opened. Yeah. And obviously you're planning on going out to college in the fall or eventually. Whenever, eventually. Yes, eventually. But <laughs> I would like to think that we do a good enough job that if you were staying around that you would continue to work with us. What, what can you attribute to the longevity besides just needing a job? <laughs> <laughs> the environment that not only you guys have created, but also the team as a whole has created because these aren't toxic people every day. I don't wake up going, oh, I don't really don't want to go to work today. No, I genuinely care and love my coworkers and you guys, y'all are father figures in my life in a sense and, and genuinely great people. You're gracious when life happens and you understand, oh, hey, I, I can't make it to work today. You know, oh, well, that's a write-up, you know. No, you're you're gracious and you understand like, Hey, life happens and that's okay, but just the the community and the oh, I don't mean to say community so many times. It's okay. It is a community. The, it's true. Yeah. It's it's in our motto. Yeah. That, yes, that's why I was creating thinking. community one cup at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And right? in, in the do. name of the podcast. But right. yeah. well, true. <laughs> that's what I meant. I don't mean to say community so much. Nice. But just the environment that, that y'all have created. Well, and you mentioned that you do like coming to work. You you do cover those things. I, I think we've touched on the podcast in the past that there are times when 
there was a specific incident I can remember where somebody messaged through Slack, which is our communication tool that we use. And somebody said, super busy. If anybody can help, please do. And literally before Jake and I could get over there, other staff members that were not working that day had dropped everything and ran to the shop and was helping you on their day off. And obviously they're clocking in and taking care of it. But you guys come to each other's rescue, for lack of a better term. So why, why is it so important for you to come in on your day off and help those coworkers who probably could get through it without you, but just knowing that they need help, you guys are willing to drop stuff and get in there. Not just y'all, but the other right, everybody well. in general. Brittany, I'll let you speak now. She's laughing right <laughs> now. So, Who, whoever wants to answer that question, feel I'm thinking, free. I'm thinking. Me too. Well, there's got to be something that draws you to that. Listen, I'll point out that Jake and I, like you said, are there a lot. Mm -hmm. We see almost every single staff member every single day, whether they're working or not. You guys come in and get coffee. You come in and get tea. You come in and get drinks. There's got to be something that's bringing you to that facility. We love the the shop. I think it's as simple as we love 1820. And not just not just the product, but the people there. Kind of like what I already talked about is just it really is a team, and we're there to help each other when when it gets hard. But we we genuinely love love the shop. Yeah, exactly. Like if it's really busy, and I'm like, oh no, they need help. I know that my team member and my coworker they will come and help me if I was in that situation. And so I think we've just created a very good bond along the whole staff and everyone's just there for each other no matter what and whenever we need them right I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier about hiring a person and and what it looks like to be on the team it's it's not just because we love the shop but it's also because of everybody's personality and everybody is so willing to stop what you're doing and and go and they that's just who they are yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. what is it that you would tell somebody that says I really want to work at 1820. What is the one thing you tell them that they have to have in order to be a good employee there or to be a good fit there? Maybe that's a better way to say it. I want to say common sense, but. <laughs> <laughs> you can say common sense. Common that's okay. Sense? Yeah. No, just. I, they just need to be like a kind hearted human being. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's easier said than done these days, yeah. it seems like. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, you know, obviously we're a faith-based company that hopefully doesn't shove it down people's throats. Um, But it kind of starts with being a general, gentle person, being nice, being considerate of others. Uh, Like Dorian's pointed out before, like if we, if you're talking to someone, you say, hey, how are you doing today? And they go, well, I'm going to get a whatever like y'all have the bandwidth and the authority for lack of a better term to say, no, 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 really. How are you doing? Yeah. You know, and Don't not just, just make it a, over it. Yeah. yeah. Not just make it about the sale. Um, and that's the thing that I love is seeing how y'all interact. The whole team interacts with our customers and that familiar familial atmosphere yeah. where it's everyone's knows each other and, you know, we joke about, we just talked about it last week about being the third place. There's home, there's work. And we want AT20 to be the, the third place. And I think that y'all have created that environment where people come in and they feel like it's home. 
Sometimes a little too much. To the point Sometimes. that people stay for eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Take off their shoes, get no, comfy on the couch. <laughs> no, no, we <laughs> talked about that. We don't want that. Yeah. That's funny. Well, you know what? We've talked a lot about 1820, but clearly you guys have lives outside of 1820. So, Jane, you have mission trip stuff coming up. Are you excited about that? I'm so excited about okay, that. So we're, yes. where will you be going? So in spring break or Alvin ISD spring break, I'll just be- Just a couple of weeks away then. Yes, just <laughs> not too long or yeah, not too far away. I'll be going to Mexico, to Acuna, Mexico, to help build a house with my, uh, my, my local church. And then in the summer, I plan on going to- uh, on a mission trip to Southeast Asia. And there we'll be simply going on foot from what I understand, and oh, just wow. sharing the gospel with others. So it's a little bit intimidating. But yeah, that's going to be nerve-wracking. It, yes, no doubt. Because people don't, not a lot of people do that here in, in good old Alvin. Right. So it, yeah, no, it is a bit nerve-wracking, but I'm, ex- I'm so excited. I think, uh, and blessed that the Lord has opened that opportunity and right. uh, yeah. the ability he's made, made it a bit. Ah, he's giving you that opportunity. Yes, thank and, you. Okay. And, and Brittany, <laughs> he's made it able to, or I've, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, thanks. And Brittany, you have pop-up shops in the future? Is that maybe, right? What, maybe, What is the pop-up shops going to be? Um, Hopefully, fingers crossed, it's going to be pottery. Pottery, yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> okay, everybody can see how good she is. <laughs> She's yeah. as good as she says she is. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> so what will you have? Like what kind of stuff are you oh, going to have? Um, so hopefully I'll have um, coffee mugs, um, little espresso cups, maybe some tea mugs. So it'll be a coffee-themed pop-up shop. Wow. Yeah, of course. So where are you doing all your pottery right now? Because like you got to have a spin wheel... Oh, I do everything by hand. I do the pinch method. What? Yes, yes. I have used a pottery wheel. I used it in high school. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, so I just do the pinch method. Well, I think anybody that knows you should not be surprised that that's the way you're doing it and that's what you're doing because at the coffee shop, like I really would consider all of you artists in what you do. I think that's really what we've touched on here is when you're making drinks for people, it is really, there's a passion that goes into it. Exactly. And so I can see that in your pottery. I'm excited to see it. So, yeah, so me too. do you, do you bake it somehow to harden it up? So or is it- I use, um, it's like an air dry clay, so it doesn't need the, um, the kiln to, really? um, yeah. And so it, um, just hardens by itself, like it within a few days and then you're good to paint it and it's completely water resistant. Really? Yeah. And Very you can like cool. even heat it up. It won't melt. So yeah, but hopefully in the future, I'll be able to like take a class and actually like use the kiln and use like porcelain, pottery, clay and all this different stuff. Right. And you said you'll do that at ACC at Alvin College. Yes. Very cool. That's for you, Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have some really good art professors over there. For sure. For sure. So what got you into the pottery in the first place? TikTok. Oh (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Speaking of TikTok, you can find Brittany at Empty Headed Girl. (laughs) <laughs> right? Her at sign is at Brit, which is B-R-I-T-T-Knee, K-N-E-E. So at B-R-I-T-T-K-N-E-E. Look at that. She is totally surprised by me giving that out. Jane, on the other <laughs> hand, is at Jane underscore Vincent. That's on her name. That's her name TikTok? on TikTok. Instagram. Oh, no, is it no, really? No, no that, that's her oh. name on TikTok. Cool. The at is at Jane.Claire. Listen, I looked this up before we started this show. Man, I'm one of those people who's who who does not record, but how I do want to get into it. I'm just too self-conscious to actually do that. Yeah. All right, well, who I'm going to record right now so we can do it. 
We in better fact, do the renegade. How about if we go live <laughs> right now? No, just like, we're not going to go live. Okay, good. All right. So they're not dressed for it. So not dressed. No, I'm, I'm just totally playing. No, no, no. They well, just got off of work. All right. Well, thank y'all both for coming on the show and for everything y'all do. Honestly, we we love having y'all at the shop, and we'll we'll be sad when y'all. What am I saying? Y'all are never leaving. We're not going to allow it. True. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. You kidding. believe that? Yeah. No, but thank y'all very much. We we truly do. I don't think we would be where we're at today without the two of y'all. We are completely comfortable not being at the coffee house. Yeah. But we also like being at the coffee house. Me too. Right? Good. Yes. We've picked that up. Okay, Brittany's uh, Instagram is Brittany Hill underscore underscore. Jane's Instagram is Jane.Vincent. So you can follow them. Go follow them. Brittany posts lots of stuff with... I do. The cats. All my cats, maybe some pottery. Adventures with Adam. Adventures with Adam. Oh, yeah, there is him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I look forward to your your one second a day oh, video yeah, every yeah. month. It's adorable. Yeah, I've been That's doing that for so almost much. five years. It's five oh, years. Oh, my gosh, have you really? Wow. Yes, I've taken a video so, every single day. So at what point do you... So are you trying to do this on Snapchat? This is, what is it called? It's uh, No, it's called One Second Every Day. It's okay. its own app. So how long do you do this before you posted so um i do five years yeah i do month by month i post it on my instagram so like i do um january 31 days and then i put a song that i discovered that month okay so i have seen those i didn't Mm -hmm. realize that's what it was yeah exactly yeah wow Mm -hmm. are you gonna put one together for the whole thing for five years for five years that would be kind of cool probably the app does it i mean literally you'd be going from 16 to 21 right yeah that's a big change in your life yeah yeah i started it just in high school just to Kind of see how like the last years of school were gonna go and like what I was doing and I was just it was a cool little thing and then I That's just continued awesome. and it. And you've since, just been doing it. Yeah. Huh. Wow. It's a really cool way to reflect. Okay, and just so you know, since we've been talking, I've taken a picture of myself with a different hat every day since you guys reminded me. I'm so it. glad. I look forward to that video yeah. during I think I'm seven days in, so oh, fun. <laughs> I think you have what, forty five? <laughs> Something like that, thirty or forty five. I have a lot of hats. So yeah. All right. Well, thank y'all for coming on the show. This was painful, painless. Which was it? Painless. Uh, yeah, in, in between. Yeah, a little in bit between. Of both. A little bit wow. Of both. <laughs> wow. Once again, their TikTok is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go follow. That was the most painful them. part. What you yeah. talking about? Go follow them wherever it is you want to follow them, but don't follow them like in person. Don't come to the coffee house and stock them. That's not good. Yeah, we would appreciate it if you did. Yeah, do please that. don't do that. All right. If you are interested in sponsoring Creating Community, we'd love to talk to you. Our goal is to reach our community and let them know about great leaders and businesses that are helping to make it better. If you want to be a part of that, please email us at info at 1820marketing.com to start the conversation. We talk each week about our goal with this podcast, but we want to mention that we also produce podcasts for others. If you have an idea of a podcast or would like to dis- and would like to discuss it, we'd be happy to schedule a meeting with you to discuss production options. You can email us again at info at 1820marketing.com and let us know you heard about us on the podcast. Thank you again to 1820 Coffee House and Emergence Functional Nutrition for sponsoring this show. Learn more at 1820coffeehouse.com and efn.fit. Creating Community with Dorian and Jake is produced by 1820 Marketing and is available wherever you get your podcast. Show notes are also available at 1820marketing.com slash podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back next week with an all-new episode.